BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here, and on this episode of the Beast Report, Kim talks with Lorenzo Contreras. This episode also contains some bonus material in the form of background ambience coming from my house because I accidentally neglected to mute my end of the conversation. Oops. Enjoy. Hey, so this is Kim calling here, and we are here doing the Beast Report with Lorenzo Contreras. And uh, just want to welcome you, Lorenzo, and say hi. And so glad that you could do this uh, for the Beast Report. Hey, Kim. Yeah, I'm glad I could do it, too. Yeah. So, my gosh, you have had such an amazing year, and uh, it's really exciting. You've just been getting up there on the podium left and right and just really amped up your game. I mean, gosh, your speed and, you know, the proficiency. It's been really exciting to see because I've known you for a long time. You've always been fast and, you know, you do well with these, but, you know, you're just like, really ramping it up and it's been so fun to see i mean so uh what is he you know i'm really curious before we go into the regular questions it's always fun to hear how people train and what they eat and uh what have you been doing in your training i mean that's just taking me to this level oh gosh um wow yeah 2019 is kind of amazing here for me um i did that's what I did as a day, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I worked hard, so I guess, kind of, you know, just what happens when you train. Um, right. For, for training, um, it's been a lot more running um, than I used to do, so it's funny because when I first started doing this, I was, uh, I like to be O part of OCR, and now I'm kind of more into the R part, so it's like, I was all about the obstacles, and then, you know, you just run to the next obstacle and you just want to do the next one. Have fun with it. Don't get me wrong. I still do that. I do it much faster pace now. Um, but I focus so much more on the, on the running. And uh, just working on that constantly. Um, so it pays off, I guess, a little bit here and there. Yeah. Now, when you do work on your running um, during the uh, regular season, are you working more on speed? Uh, oh, yeah, and then, like, endurance and I started looking at the rest of my racing schedule and I said, you know what, I'm, I want Portland. It was just, just a sprint. 
Sunday, but I just want that sprint. Like, I really want to perform well. I didn't know, I didn't have any kind of illusions or advantage of, hey, I'm going to get first place. Like, no, I just, just wanted to perform my best. And I hadn't even podiums that I raced before that. So, I specifically raced just for, just for that one. Mind you, in July, I had an ultra. So, yeah, I should be able to, you know, just muscle it out, just kind of grind through it, complete the ultra. And it was in Kimberly, so it was that trifecta weekend. So it was pretty tough. Was it Friday? Yeah, first Friday, Beast, uh, Ultra Saturday, and then Super Up Saturday. Well, that cool. Did you do that, oh, course? Oh, my gosh. I haven't. I've heard it's just brutal. Oh, wow. It was um, So we get out there, and the front happened to be like five miles, just over five, I think. It was, it was a fairly long stretch. Oh. And everybody, everybody times for this race. For the normal beast sprint supers were way longer because the, the the difficulty of the course they were a little bit longer mileage wise. So we go out there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, no, I just trained for the sprint. Should I go all out for the sprint? Cause I was gonna do it all three days. Like, do I go all out and see how I can do? It's a Friday, the main event is tomorrow. There's a good chance I can make perform pretty well. And I, I'm like, you know, I'll just I'll, I'll see how I'm doing. So I get out there and I go. Well, and I, I I did decide to push a little bit harder, and that was the the first podium I got was, was that second place right there. I'm like, holy crap, it is possible, but I didn't know. Like, you know, it was Canada. Not to say that there's not a lot of competition in Canada, but it was in Canada, and it was a Friday race before like their national series beat the next day. So I'm like, I don't know how much competition was out there. I don't know. You know, it was kind of one of those like, did yeah. I really do that well? Because the guy that got first place beat me by like 15 minutes. I'm like, oh. You know, I don't, I don't know what happened there. Might have been just kind of a fluke. But, uh, no, then coming into Portland, you know, I, I took first place in the age group, and I was like, sweet. You know, and that's just constant training. So, yeah, I, I took a race, and I, I, I try to do it early. So, like, I'm looking at my season next year, and I'm picking races. I've got, like, three races basically next year that I'm, I'm, I'm training for. Not to say that I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm only going to do three races. I'm just specifically training for certain markers. Ah. So it's going to get a little bit easier, I think. Let's see the Spartan Super turning down to a 10K. So that just means right. I'm like a sprint. Just keep going, though. Oh, my goodness. What's your first race that's going to be 10th year A race? Uh, my first race, well, normally it's uh, Muddy Valentine and the Dirty Leprechaun. That's okay. February March. And then you go into April for the, the Seattle Super. Um and it's for some, not to say that the Muddy Valentine Dirty Leprechaun aren't the challenge that I need. They're quite challenging enough. Um, but the, the more difficult one, obviously, is being the Spartan in Seattle. That one, you know, terrain and not so much yeah. terrain, but weather, the climate. And um, it makes it difficult. There's a little more competition out there, a little bit longer distance. Um, yeah. But usually that race that kind of wakes me up. And last year I trained for it, but the weather, I didn't train properly. <laughs> Um, uh, it wasn't great performance. But, uh, so yeah, usually it's April and it's that, that first Spartan of the year up there in Seattle. But this year going into the season, I don't, I don't have the same goals as I did last year, so it's a little different. Um, but I still, I want to kickstart whatever I need to kickstart as soon as I can. So I'm actually going to do, uh, the SoCal Super in, uh, in January. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Wow. I've heard it's a really flat fast course, so I'm really going to be focusing on that 10K. Yeah. The one in Chino, right? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be... So yeah, yeah, it's like the first one of 2020. You know, the first 2020 medal. Yeah. Cool. And I've, I've done my first that race one. in the 
the new age group. I, I turn 35 next year, oh. so I'll be in the 35 to 39 age group. So a whole new group of, of uh, uh -huh. fantastic athletes that I actually, I've been telling the line with them all season long. And as you, you know, as, as you get better and people start seeing you, they start noticing you. So, you know, the, the top 10 in each age group, they we all kind of know each other now. So I've been telling the line with these guys all year long. And like, they know that I'm coming up into the next age group. And I know a couple of them who are, Going on to the 40-year-old age group, so that's really good for me because some of those guys are super fast. So the older you get, the faster you get. I, it's, yeah, I just noticed that in each group. It's like, wow, how is this happening? And, oh, well, that's exciting. Really, it's going to be a different feel to it this year. Oh, yeah, it's a completely different feel. I mean, this year, 2019, I had my, my goals set, and I, I accomplished all my goals, uh, and I'm happy. So... Next year, uh, the goals are a little different. Not as, not as, not as like, uh, not as grinded out, kind of competitive as it was 2019. 2019, I had that goal of Tahoe, you know, get Tahoe, be healthy, and be healthy, and then get out of there healthy too. And, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't have any expectations as to where I was going to place. So preferred to place top 10. Um, right. But no, I just wanted to get there healthy. And so the whole road to Tahoe led through three national series races. And so I had to be pretty competitive throughout all those. And also going back to Portland, I was like, you know, that's my, that's my sprint that I want to perform that good again. So, you know, I had, yeah. a, I had a pretty competitive season. And this year, not, I'm, I'm, I've got my races, but it's, uh, it's got some competition in there, but it's not like super uh, one-sided, I guess. Not, not so narrow on one okay. thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's going to be an exciting year. And Chino is a fun one to start with. You get to see any new obstacles, the new metal, the shirts, the, you know, and like you said, it's flat and fast and such a great way to kick off the year and a lot of fun. Yeah, flat and fast is not my specialty. I need, I need a mountain. I need, I need to, ah. to like grind up the mountains pretty good. So that's kind of where I, oh. I, I do pretty well. I, I do well when it's, when it's a mountain. But uh, flat and fast, I'll work on it. I've got, I've got a couple months, so we'll see. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, nice. So do you do anything specific or have you changed anything as far as your nutrition and what you eat? So, you know, anything you find that really gives you that power and energy? Um, I've been playing with a lot, actually, this year. Um, I found, I watch the pros. So I, I love after a national series race, I'll get on YouTube and, and Martin will post it up on there, sometimes even the next day, but... Um, usually that Monday or the following week or something, I'll, I'll watch the uh, recap as they recap the, the guys and the girls going out there. And I watch these guys run and the girls. And I watch the, the, the athletes, how they, how they perform, what they do, when they do it. And then I watch them because they'll show them taking nutrition. I'll, I'll take notes. You know, mental notes. Yeah. Just jot it down like, all right, these are what these guys are doing. I mean, the best way to get better is to mimic the guys who are better. So I'm always chasing somebody. And uh, I watch these yeah. guys. So I've been I've been focusing a lot more on my on the course nutrition. Uh, off the course nutrition, I eat pretty clean. I mean, um, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not on any kind of crazy strict uh, regimented diet. Like I'm not uh, paleo or, or, or keto or anything like that. I, I pretty much eat what I do. Um, as far as being healthy, I think a, a big part of being healthy is mental health. I mean, if you're if you're happy, you're mentally healthy, and then you're physically healthy at the same time. It all kind of works together. So if I feel like, you know, I want a piece of candy, it's going to make me feel good. I don't want that guilt of like, oh, I shouldn't eat that candy. Now I'm going to run eight miles. No, 
common. You know, right. the, the little things in life and the, the free things that you can get here and there. But I'm not I'm not too big into that. Um, but I eat clean. Um, I don't, you know, I eat right. whatever pretty much. Oh, good, good. That's good. you got to have that balance, really. Uh, you get too strict and then you just go off the wagon or you... Or you're not happy, you feel deprived. Yeah, so that's smart. That's a good way to go. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, so as far as, like, my normal meals, I mean, I guess if I do anything as far as, like, a meal structure, I, I've dabbled a little bit into uh, intermittent fasting. So I, I don't so much care about what I eat. It's when I eat. So I have my feeding oh. windows, and they change from day to day. And based on, you know, the week of a race or something like that, it changes there, too. Um, but, I mean, I guess I mean, for me, the cornerstone of my nutrition is, probably oatmeal um that's that's an everyday thing for me so i do i do a lot, a lot of oatmeal a lot of bananas um generally it's chicken and something green or sweet potato or combination of sweet potato and green uh broccoli brussels sprouts various stuff like that so that's kind of my my general go-to um i'm also just a fan of regular like a lunch meat sandwich or something like that with mustard love mustard ah uh, yeah yeah oh gosh with mustard <laughs> no, um, you know, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, guys. Well, let's see. Why don't we jump into the questions here? Um, sure. And these will be posted. You know, you already answered, but, you know, just uh, go ahead and, you know, if you have anything additional to add in, go ahead. And, and we'll start with what was your first OCR race and what made you decide to try it? Oh, gosh. Um, well, that's kind of a two part. My first OCR race was different than my reason to try it. Um, so I was at kind of like a barbecue uh, with uh, with a friend and it was a friend of my friend. So a friend of a friend kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, he he was talking with a group of guys and I didn't know any of them really. And I'm just kind of standing in earshot, uh, hanging out with the group. And uh, they were talking about a partner. And it was, I want to say this was probably late May. Yeah, it was probably late May. So he was talking about Spartan Race. One of the guys was like, no way, man, I'd never do that, stuff like that. And then he kind of turns to me randomly and he's like, you want to do Spartan Race with us? Yeah, the team and everything. Yeah. like, um, yeah, kind of, sort of. I must have watched the movie 300 or something recently because I was like, I kind of am interested in this. Why not? Let's uh, see what it's all about. They showed me some videos and checked it out and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of jacked up getting, uh, getting a little into it. And um, so that's, that's how I got into it. And as to why, I have no idea. Mind you, this was 2016. I hadn't run since probably like right around early 2008. That was the last time I actually oh, wow. ran. Um, I suffered wow. a little bit of an injury um, at that time in 2007 and uh, just didn't run after that. So I wasn't in the greatest of shape. Uh, hadn't ran. Started running again. Realized that you know I, I took some uh, tips and, and tricks and stuff to kind of. Uh, strengthen and heal um my it was basically my ankle and my shin that was messed up so started training for that got a little excited as i was training i was like man what other stuff is there it's like this 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 thing that i have no idea what it is you know and that's what you wish for because it's like pandora's box you know i started searching for other stuff and then i I found the term ocr which wasn't even in my vocabulary at the time and you know oh man there's a bunch of these things you know they're all over the place it's cool you know, mud runs, and then I think that's what I was calling them at first, was mud runs. It wasn't even an optical course race. Yeah. It was mud runs. So, um, I started looking for these, and I'm like, I wonder if there's any other ones, you know, maybe something sooner, because I'm getting antsy, like, I really want to do this thing. And uh, I found 
the rugged maniac and it happened to be like right in the middle so i had like three weeks or four weeks to train for that and then three or four weeks before the, the spartan race so i'm like all right cool this will kind of give me an idea as to where i'm at you know and and uh what i'm what i'm in for <clears throat> and uh so i did the, my first ocr was actually rugged maniac here in portland and it was it was so awesome like it was such a fun race it's still public today a guilty pleasure and to be completely honest it is probably my favorite of all the ocr races that there are i mean 25 really neat obstacles crammed into a 5k i mean you can't really beat that it, it was just a great time yeah. and i couldn't wait for the spartan race and then uh, I did the Spartan race um, first, and I'm here in Washougal. Uh, took me two hours and 18 minutes. Ran in with that guy that I met and his team, who I didn't know any of them. And uh, we pretty much walked and somewhat jogged it. And uh, I did so many burpees, training for the burpees. I oh. trained so hard to do so many burpees, so I didn't know, you know? And ended up just going right. to obstacles, uh, multi-rig, and, and the spear. So I only ended up with 50 burpees, and I was trained to do, like, 100. Wow. But, uh, Oh my so God. I had a straight time on the course. I get off the course, and I, I'm just like, these guys all left. And I'm like, you guys go ahead, man. I'm, I'm going to stay here because I was so, like, infatuated with this community. And I hung out the beer tent. I don't really even drink, but at the time, I was like, oh, I'll drink. I kind of drank a little bit more back then. But I sat in the, in the beer tent with my beer and met some people and talked to people. And I was like, this is such an awesome experience. It's the best thing in my life. I'm like, when can I do another one? So... I, I immediately looked up. So, yeah, from July of 2006 to November, I did. Uh, I got my. I, I refused to enter 2017 or 2000. Yeah, 2017. I refused to enter 2017 without my first trifecta. So the very first one, I was like, I got to get to Sacramento. So that was how I finished oh. Sacramento. That was a. That was a great year. I did a Tough Mudder, a Warrior Dash, Rugged. I didn't think I did. I got to them all. Yeah, all the ones in the Northwest. It was great. Oh, how fun. Oh, yeah, so much fun. And starting off with Rugged Maniac, you know, is a really great one to begin with. You know, it gets the, you know, it's, it's not as crazy as the Spartans, but like you said, they have uh-huh. on the obstacles packed in. And it's oh, yeah. just such a fun time. And, you know, it's a perfect challenge. And then you go to Spartan, and it's like, wow, you know, it's like I can just imagine, like, this was the coolest thing ever. Oh, oh yeah. And then the, wow. the Spartan, the beast in Seattle was the, the my first beast, obviously, and my second Spartan. Uh, and then the next day, I ran it with some friends, a group, and I, I signed up for the sprint the next day, and I was like, you know what? I want to run, that was the first race that I ran by myself, and I was like, I just want to run see how I do. And I ran, and then I was going out, and I had ran open. I was just like, yeah, like, that was so cool. The first time I actually challenged myself, because on any other race, I was racing with friends. My first Right. Two hours, 18 minutes. My first beat was like four and a half hours, I think. Uh, my first finished the uh, Super in, uh, in Sacramento. Uh, the group I was, the little team I was with, uh, they were pretty warm and uh, we were going very slow. So it was about the same time for the Super and the, and the Beast. So oh. um, it was uh, cool. Yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And we're back. Well, how has OCR helped you overcome challenges? Um, definitely, if nothing else, it has shown me something that I was beginning to realize a little bit right before, but 
it, it solidified everything that if you want something and you properly plan out the path as to I want to get from here to there, how do I get from here to there? And you just kind of plan it backwards. Uh, if you work hard enough for it, you'll get it. Uh, OCR has has somewhat taught me that, but if anything, it's definitely uh, reconfirmed everything I know. Um, that you know, you get what you work hard for. I mean, exactly what it is. You're not going to nothing just handed out. You know, you got to earn it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Oh. So what do you love most about the OCR community? Um, what do I love most about the OCR community? Oh, gosh. Let me, let me rephrase that a little bit. Say, who do I love most about the OCR community? The OCR, obviously. Yeah. Um, and and the OCR, it, it, it embodies what is the OCR community. I mean, it is. It, I met Adam. It's funny. I met Adam at the, at the super, or not the super, at the sprint, and, and uh, at the... Beast weekend in uh, Seattle. Oh. I was running, and he and I were kind of bouncing back and forth. He had the he had a painted beard and everything, and I was running right next to him. I had a big old beard at the time too, and so everybody would be like, "Nice beard," and then they were talking to him, and I was like, "Are you talking to you of me?" And uh, so he and I chatted for a second. He mentioned Beast OCR, and, and I, I I forgot the name kind of. I didn't see him in the festival when we got done. I was like, yeah, "I'm gonna try to find them next year when I when I uh, race." into this and uh that inspires me but one of my 
one of my favorite memories of any race. Um, this goes back to 27th uh, Seattle Super. It was a sprint the next day. And uh, I just did the Super. And I, my first hurricane heat the night, that night. And uh, came in and did the, the, did the next morning. And uh, I get, and I, I'm still new, very new to the group. And uh, I get out there and you know, I recognize the t-shirts and stuff. And I'm running and I, I'm sitting next to uh, Michael Sanchez. And he's super hyped up. He's like, just, <laughs> he's motivating. And I'm, I'm feeling beat up. I just did the soup of the day before. I'm hurricane heat that night. Little lack of sleep. I'm feeling it. I'm tired. And I'm, I'm just like, ugh. And he's just like, woo. And I'm just like, all right, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm feeding on his, his energy. And I'm like, this is cool. And uh, we get out there. We start running. He takes off. And I'm like, sweet, man. Way to go. And uh, I ended up catching up to him. Oh, when did I catch up to him? I caught up to him just before, like, the Olympic wall or something like that. No, yeah, the Olympic wall. I caught up to him a little before that. And uh, we went through it, and he had, he had completed it, hit the bell, and he's just, like, beside himself with, like, uh, so proud of it. Because he's been working hard on that, and he's just, like, yeah. you know, he gives me a hug, and we're like, yeah, man, good job, you know. And we finished the race, the rest of the race together. So that was, like, really cool. Um really inspiring and it's, that's just one example of, of things that I've, that just inspire me like I in a recent one actually my last race I, I went to New Jersey and uh, I went with my, my girlfriend and her two cousins that just started part racing this year uh, one guy he's a younger guy he's in his early 20s I think yeah and then her, her other cousin is turned 50 next year so he had just completed his first super crosses the finish line and he breaks down he's emotional he's Oh. and he's just super and I'm just I get chills and I'm like I, I, I've not felt exactly that from a race but I see it constantly and I'm just like this is it like pouring your heart and soul out there Any anybody who's out uh -huh. there that's doing that kind of stuff um, you know obviously you know those that saying an inspirational person out there is also Casey McAllister um, anybody who ever uh -huh. hey you should do a Spartan race like, oh I can never do that I'm like this is easy goes out there with no legs and I show them the video and everything. Yeah. I'm like, just be out there. Like, you have no excuse to not go out there. Um, super right. inspiring, yeah. super positive guy. So, um, gosh, I could uh. go on and on and on. Now that like, it's all starting to pour back, like guys who yeah. and girls who inspires me to like, you know, push harder and, and just yeah, there's so many. But those are those are oh. just a few. I'll keep it a little short, but yeah. Oh, there are so many out there. They're just, I mean, gosh, it's amazing. And uh, so you kind of included a little bit of one of your favorite OCR memories there, but do you have anything that really differently stands out? Uh, the OCR stood out. I have a handful of those. Um, some quick ones. I'll go through a few quick ones. Uh, one of my favorites. This is probably top ten or top two. Uh, maybe even my favorite. Who knows? Actually, I don't know if I can even put a favorite on him. Um, my favorite. Oh memories from OCR are things that I do in a group. Um, none of my races that I do as an individual competitively, uh, whether I podium or not, are any of my favorite memories because they come and go. It's, it's all right. I did this. There's, what, what's the next step? But my memories, the ones that I will truly cherish are the, are the ones that I, I do with others. And one of my favorites, going back to Kimberly, um, it was the Friday? Yeah, the Friday of the sprint. Uh, me, Zane, Jenna, Jess, uh, Jessica Hudnett, um, Trisha, uh, one of Zane's buddies, uh, Jenna's mom and dad, 
I, I started racing. Uh, my very first race, I was probably about 190 pounds, you know, and uh, so I was, you know, on the heavier side. And I've, I've dropped down to when I'm in prime race season, um, I usually walk around right around 155, 160 ish. Wow. So, so I've lost that weight. Oh yeah, I've lost that weight, and I've gotten quicker, but I've also sacrificed a little bit of strength because I've focused so much on the speed. Uh, I feel the heavy carry, and anybody who did Tahoe this year um, for the competitive weight that had that double sandbag carry that was frozen, uh, that was oh. so refreshing. So heavy carries definitely take it out of me a lot more than they used to. So off season work for me is a lot more heavy carry stuff. Oh, nice. Well, that's good when you're, you see where you need to and you focus on it and just get it done. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. so awesome. Oh, so what length of race do you like best? Or all nights? Do you kind of, you know, like hone in on one and work towards that? But is there one that's just your favorite length? Uh, <clears throat> well, um, I, I think probably the sprint. I mean, that's the one I've been most successful with. Um, this year I, I somehow managed to podium at all three distances, so don't ask me how that happened. Um, but awesome. somewhere in the way, awesome. um, I managed to do that. So that was really cool. But, uh, I'm, I'm, I like the sprint. Um, the sprint and the beast are two such different animals because the sprint, I can, I can full throttle for, for three to five miles. Now it's 5k. So about, I can, I can full throttle for 5k and then just not come off the brake or come off the gas at all. Um, it's, it's a short enough yeah. distance where I could, I could redline that thing. Um, a super, you kind of, a super is the hardest because you pretty much have to go at that pace for eight, 10 miles. Now that it's going to be a 10K, that's kind of a different story. So if, uh, if, if I end up talking to you again next year this time, it, it could very well be that the super is my new favorite. But, uh, the, the beast, I mean, that's just that one where if, if you don't have the, the, the with the endurance, um, it, it's going to be a challenge because those fast guys that are out there, um, they have the opportunity and the time to make a mistake and recover from it where I don't. You know, I have to have a perfectly clean race. Otherwise, you know, that's kind of what that's And actually, that goes across the board anywhere. There's no way. If I, if I don't have a clean race, there's no way to for, for any kind of podium or anything like that, for sure. Oh, but uh, a, beast, a beast, if you're super fast, you might have the opportunity to kind of to make up the time with that mistake, but that'd be the only distance right there. So beasts are fun, um, but I think my strong suit would be the super or the sprint. I mean, okay, um, yeah, yeah. If there's a mountain involved, uh, I'm, I'm I'm fair game yeah. for any of those. You say it. I love that. <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsors. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. So uh, tell us something about yourself that maybe few people know, and it doesn't have to be OCR related. Uh, something about me that few people know. Um, I am a huge comic book nerd. Um, I've been into the sci-fi and fantasy stuff since I was growing up. So really big on all that stuff. Um, I, was a, I was a big fan of 
Mandalorians before the, the Disney Plus TV show came out with the Mandalorian. So it's one of those things where I was like, yeah, Jesus, I'm doing the Mandalorian thing. And I'm like, no, I've been a Mandalorian fan for a long time, though. But, you know, <clears throat> going back to, you know, Boba Fett and all that. That's, and we'll talk. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been into that. Uh, Marvel Comics, um, stuff like that. Uh, definitely a big Marvel fan over DC, but the preference. Um, yeah, Spider-Man, Wolverine, the X-Men, all that stuff. So I've always been pretty oh, big yeah. all that. So. Oh, fun. What are your goals for 2020? You said you had a few reasons you're going to kind of focus on. And uh, any goals to get there or an addition? Um, well, let's see. I guess, uh, well, my first race is SoCal Super. So I'm going to be training for that 10K. Um I don't know how I'm going to do in my age group as I'm going into a new age group, so that'll be interesting. But I'll, I'll always go out and do what I can. Um, then we've got a couple of other ones in there, and then the Seattle Super. Um, I, I want last year's Seattle Super back. I want the rain. I know a lot of people are going to hate to hear that, but I want that weather back because I came off that course upset, and I said to Adam, he was at yeah, the biggest team 10, I was like, I'm not racing Seattle next through that that was terrible and within a couple hours my, my attitude changed and that for the rest of the weekend I was just kind of disappointed in myself because I, I felt that way so I want redemption I mean a lot of people probably do as well but like I want to have that course again I need I want to train for it I want it I've been training for it so it's one of those things where it's like you know I, I it's an obstacle I mean it's, it's part of Spartan you know it's, it's not just the obstacle right. the terrain weather everything is, is, is a challenge yeah. so it should never be that easy if it was that easy what's the point of doing it right so um, right right um yeah wet bars makes such a difference oh absolutely wet bars are the reason why you know i took first in in portland last year again i mean you know it was it was a uh, crazy day oh right that one, was, that one was a lot of fun um but uh so i got those those coming up early in the year and then uh montana We'll be after that. I, ha- I don't know what I'm doing in Montana yet. I know it's a national series race for the Super on Sunday, but I don't know how I feel about that. I was super excited when they said that the Montana was going to have an ultra, and I've done two laps yeah. on that course before, so I was like, oh, man. I didn't do an ultra this year. I'm not a huge, so I guess that would be my, of the of the four races, uh, the ultra would be my, I don't know if it's my least favorite. I used to be the, what's better than doing a Spartan beat? Uh, doing it twice. Eh, now I'm, I'm not as into that as much as I used to be, but I, I still, I, I was kind of wanting that ultra there because it's the first one they're doing there, so it's kind of neat. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to lean on the ultra, but we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Yeah, then after that, there's a, um, I, I want to get a savage race. I have not done one of those yet, and I hear they're amazing. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of on the list. We'll see, though. I mean, I don't, I don't want to travel as much and all the money, but we'll see never pans out that way. I just want to do more. But uh, no, right. to, to sum it all up, the, the big one last year, 19, was uh, was Tahoe. Um, this year, I want to go to uh, OCRWC uh, back stateside in uh, Vermont. So I, I think that's where I want to end my season, well, tentatively. But I want to go out there. I want to compete. Nice. I, have no, I have no goals of I want to go here and I want to podium at this and I want to podium at that. I want to, I want to do well. I feel like, right. I feel like where I'm at in, in my fitness level, I should be 
just about right about the top 10, if not definitely top 10 locally on a, on a more national or world level. I don't know. But I feel like a, a top 10 competitor, no matter where I race, I feel like it's, it's a good goal. Um, that being said, uh, if I had one podium goal, uh, I want to go back to Portland and, and do the hat trick and get first place in the age group for the third year in a row. Um, that'd be cool. That's the only one. Yeah. I want to defend the, defend the title on the home, on the home court. Oh, nice. Well, it sounds, it's going to be a great year. And I love your attitude that you're not out there, you know. I mean, everyone wants to do their best, but I like that it's like you're you're racing against yourself. You know, you want to do well and do your best, but it's like you're not putting that pressure on yourself, you know, which, which almost, I think, mentally gets you going more and, um, you know, it's great, and it makes it fun, too, at the same time. So oh, yeah. it's it's just, it just sounds like you have a great balance. Yeah. yeah. You have to have that. Really, I mean, if, if you're yeah. not there, that's, that's been one of my things since very early on. I want to say it was probably, like, 2000, early 2017. I, I figured out how much I love this sport and started becoming very passionate about it. And I felt, you know, I figured out that if it ever becomes not fun anymore, um, the minute right. I don't have fun, I'm going to, to hone in on what exactly, and I'm going to destroy it. Like, whatever's making this not fun, I'm going to get rid of it out of my life, whatever it takes. And, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I, I have to have fun. I mean, if, if I'm having fun competing, yeah. or if I'm having fun uh, running around the course in, in pink or, or in red, white, blue, it, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I, I'm having fun. That's all that matters. And if it comes to well, I'll figure out what I need to do to make uh, it fun. Yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, you've got such a great attitude. And you're so nice out there. I mean, you're always helpful, you know. Like, I remember you would saying, I don't like the dunk wall at all. <laughs> and you guys came up to me and you stopped running your race to sit there and hold my hand and make me go through it. And I thought, oh, you know, that was so nice. So you're just always so nice with everybody. And, oh. oh. I, I just I get excited when I see everybody. I mean, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Any time that you're out on a course, you know, a fellow beast is struggling with something or needs a hand, it's, it's awesome to give them a hand. And not even just to beat anybody, really. Um, it's just nice yeah. part of being in the community. Um, and yeah, I love yeah. running to you races. Like I ran into you at Big Bear earlier this year, and I didn't even know you were going to be there. I'm like, oh my god, Cam, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. It's I know, I saw you guys, and it just, you know, lit me up, you know, it was so nice to see the friendly faces, and, oh, and I'm going back, because that was the one where my calf went kapooey, so I'm going that. back this year, going to take it out. I, <laughs> part of the mountain I, you know, that became my favorite beast course, hands down, well, my favorite, yeah, oh. favorite beast course, too. Yeah, it, it, it was cool. Yeah, and it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like. Still say my favorite thing. Yeah, in Montana. absolutely gorgeous there. But that course oh. on that mountain in Big Bear is something. It's, it's, it's a true challenge. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I kind of liked that grinding hill, and then I had to stop, you know, after the top of it, you know. But uh, it was. I kind of liked that. It was, and it was just gorgeous. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, the up and down for six miles, and then then there was an actual chance to run. Granted, you're running on smoked legs, but it's a challenge, you know. And it's all there, so it wasn't oh. just up down, up down the entire race. You know, there was there was an opportunity yeah. to open it up. That was nice. Yeah, that is good. Oh, 
Well, awesome. Well, do you have anything else to add, or is that what's the end of the questions there? Um, no, I, I, think, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Anything else uh, you have for me? Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun, and I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk with you. It's just been so fun to see you racing and always see you out there with your big smile, and you're always so excited. I just love it. So I'm just uh, glad that you're part of the piece and our friend, and this has just been a lot of fun. So anyway... We will see you out there in 2020 then. All right. I can't wait. Awesome. All right. Well, you take care and uh, have a good off season and fire it up for next year. <laughs> Absolutely. You too, Kim. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.